1: Hey Zabe here from my bookie, the official sports book of the Zabe Cast. Real payouts, real customer service, absolutely rock solid place to get your sweet action on when it comes to sports. What a glorious time we're in right now! NFL is going, college football is going, about to add in the Big Ten and the Pac twelve. Baseball playoffs are here every single night. There is no shortage of games to watch or bet on, and you need to get on with my bookie. Whatever it is you like to bet. Lay low and then, wham, hit them with a big right hook of a bet. Or maybe just dabble or have a little bit here, a little bit there. Do it from your phone. It's so convenient. Play some parlays, underdog parlays. Make meaningless games meaningful for you by putting a little something, something on it. And go to mybookie.com to do it. When you sign up, use the promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar All the way up to a thousand bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start in your winning season. Read the rules and regulations so you understand how the bonus payout works, and you're on your way. Promo code ZABE to claim that bonus when you make your deposit. Stacked UFC cards, the Masters coming up, presidential prop bets. Oh, it is sweet action all over the place. MyBookie.com, the official and reputable and rock solid sports book of this, the ZABEcast. Today on the Zabe Cast, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. Packers lay down a turd in Tampa as my lock of the week goes undefeated again. Woofed rolls the dice with Riverboat Ron and comes up short. I got a double shot of Monday guests, Andy Poley and Mr. X. All that plus the daily Rona roundup at the end. Your high test, not street legal. 30-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. here we go. Monday, October 18th, 2020. Thank you for downloading. Hope you had a great weekend. My picks went one and two again. Third straight losing week. But the luck was the Buccaneers over the Packers. And it came home. It was not looking good at 10-0 Green Bay. More on this in just a second. But every now and then, I just know when... To call it, I told you guys they were going to lay down a C, C C-minus game, and they were going to get whomped, and there it was. Now, why is that the case? Beats me. Have no idea. Maybe it was the little dig Jamal Williams made saying, well, I know my quarterback knows how to count to four. Uh, Don't poke karma in the eye. Anyway, I hope you had a good weekend. I enjoyed two of the most glorious mornings here in the good old Virginia countryside. I flew my drone, took some pictures, took some video. Ooh, ooh, can I see it? Nope. Not on social media. Just going to invite people getting all snarky. I'm very blessed to live where I do. Beautiful this time of year, and the drone shots were amazing. It was a, a, a cold, frosty morning. But there was still the the water in the ponds is still warm enough, so that on a cold morning like that, it just it emits steam as the sun comes up, and it it's so so good, so glorious. Plus, I flew my drone over some deer. I may post that photograph. I, I flew my drone over some deer, and I was like, they don't know what the fuck this is. They're completely confused, and rightfully so. Bzzz. They're all look. the deer are all looking up at it. They're not moving. They're like, I don't know what that is. Can't be good. Should we just stay here? Oh, uh, I don't know, Carl. I'd go prance off into the woods. What do you think? No, hold on a second. I might go away. Just stay right here. Just stare at it. Okay. How long are we going to And they finally pranced away. Going to be deer season soon. If you don't mind, come to my front porch and kill a few of them that are now walking right up to my front porch. Now, if you could do that, that'd be great, because honestly, we got way too many. All right, Andy Paulin is first up, then we're going to get a quick shot on Monday of Mr. X. Mr. X always has a ton of stuff to say in terms of gambling, angles, bad beats, Things that he saw on football Sunday that he just has to get off his chest. And by the time we let him speak on Friday in Football Five Ways, a lot of the stuff is gone by then. So I said, I'll give you a 10-minute shot on Monday. Why not? All right, time to check in with Andy Polan as the local football team has dropped to a despairing one and five. How'd they ever win the one, Andy? <laughs> Good question. They came from behind, and they
2: beat a team that's uh, just ahead of them. You know, if Dallas loses tomorrow night against Arizona, those two teams are playing for first place next
1: week. <laughs> yeah, and uh, someone's going to have to win the division. What do you think the number is? Is it 6-10 and 10 this year? <sighs> Jeez, I don't know. I mean, somebody's got to string together
2: some wins. i, I got to believe that Andy Dalton is capable enough to win six games with them. I got to believe that.
1: Yeah. But what if he ends up uh, getting hurt?
2: Yeah. Well, then they got
1: problems, (laughs) (laughs) right? And everyone's got problems. So uh, on today's game, what did you think of the big decision by riverboat Ron to go for the win at the
2: end? I didn't understand it. It makes no sense. If you look at it a couple of ways, one, uh, let's say they go to overtime and there's a tie. Well, in this division, a tie is a half a win. That's good. Right. Uh, also, they had the ball for most of the second half. They were on the field. The Giants really didn't stop them. The Giants scored a touchdown on a boneheaded fumble by Kyle Allen. Uh, so they were scoring. They were moving the ball. They had the momentum. It seemed to me the safe play is to go for overtime, and if you really are – Trying to win, so you can win the division, kick the extra point, and play for OT.
1: Yeah, well, he didn't go for that, and he said afterwards, "The only way to win, or what what was his quote like? You learn to win by trying to win, or something like that." And I go, "Something like that, yes." Uh, but 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 then he then he
2: you know he's the only coach I've ever heard who does the sports radio thing and looks at the schedule. And says, oh, yeah, well, they win this game, we win that game, we lose that game. No, I mean, this, this was a game that you could win. You, ex- you keep trying to win, but you extend the game as long as possible. He didn't want to do that. I don't know. And then he said something about going for two on the road, on the road going for the on tie the, at home.
3: Yeah, well, there's no
1: fans. No fans. What, what, yeah. What, you, what, what is it? Do you go for two on the road in a pandemic with no fans, but yes, with cardboard <laughs> yeah. cutouts? Can you give me the yeah. math on that? Yeah. Here, 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 is, here he is once again talking about the next couple weeks and the NFC East while sitting at one and fucking five, pardon my French, something I never have ever heard a coach in my life do. The only thing coaches I've ever heard say at the NFL level is, we need to get better, and we're worried about winning the next game. That's it. Here's yes. Ron Rivera looking ahead like like he's hosting a show saying, okay, uh, Jerry from Southwest, you're next up. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got all kinds of problems, today, Andy. 99 problems, okay? Hold on 2 seconds here. Uh, I heard I, I heard the I heard the comments so we could, we could. Yeah, you so anyway. So go ahead comment on the comments and I'll get this fixed up. Go ahead. Well, I mean,
2: look, he he's he's looking at the division standings and and figuring that they can win. Okay, that, that's fine. But you tried to win every game. It's almost the antithesis of what was said by Jim Mora years ago. Playoffs? We're not talking about playoffs. We're just trying to win a game. Well, yeah. you've now lost five in a row and you lost to a team that hadn't won a game all year. I you don't get it.
1: And then he was also talking about Kyle Allen's stats looking pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah that thought, was troubling. And I thought to myself, he dinked it. He dunked it. He dinked it some more, then dunked it a bit, and he hit a couple guys medium deep, and that's about it. You're going to brag about that. Are you going to ignore the guy off the street fumble that he had that allowed the Giants to take the lead and ultimately win the game? How can you excuse that?
2: Yeah. Well, look, Grant Paulson reported that one of the reasons Haskins got benched was he was giddy about his stats after losing to Baltimore, his first 300-yard passing game. Oh, great. Well, if, if, yeah, but if, if if stats didn't matter in the benching of Haskins, why do stats matter in hmm. keeping Kyle Allen who had a boneheaded interception, oh, took a stupid sack, and had a Joe Pisarczyk like fumble late in the game that uh, you know, cost, cost not. he did come Cost them know.
1: the game. Literally yeah. cost them probably
2: the game. Probably did. Yeah, yeah, probably did.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well so. it, the problem is, as I see it, is that Kyle Allen is Rivera's pet quarterback. Do you know what I mean when I say pet quarterback? He's like, he's like Colt. Well, Oh, you don't like that. You don't like that term. Oh, I'm sorry, Andy. Let me, (laughs) let me try to explain what you and I have watched over the last 20 fucking years in this town with Dan Snyder as an owner. It's one long parade of coaches with their pet quarterbacks. Okay. For Jay Gruden, who was his pet quarterback, Colt McCoy. The quarterback, he he couldn't quit. I love this guy. For Rivera, it's Kyle Allen. That's his pet quarterback he brought in from Carolina because he knows the system. He's a good boy. He studies hard. He tries. He's diligent. He sucks, though. But he's a pet quarterback. Remember Spurrier with his pet quarterback, Shane and Danny? Yeah,
2: Yeah, those were his He thought that the NFL was the same as the SEC. So Dude. he was gonna tear it up with Danny Werfel like he did in Florida. Yeah, Do You remember
1: I Joe Gibbs with his pet quarterback Mark Brunel? He's super oh, yeah. smart. Super oh, smart. Yeah. Well,
2: he traded a third round pick when Jacksonville was about to cut him and yes. gave him a big contract. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah, so, so all
1: these coaches get their pet quarterback and they're deluded they're delusional about whether they're any good. Right. Shanahan, yeah. the the Shanahai loved Rex Grossman and John Beck right yeah, the right. quarterbacks the only Funny. bright spot now is that the wooft is in second place in the tankathon for for uh, Trevor Lawrence
2: yeah or second place in the division depending on how you look at it <laughs> <laughs>
1: stop talking about the division <laughs> well so i agree i'm sick I mean, of
2: hearing about it it's ridiculous but that's that's the nature of what's going on this year so make up your mind are you tanking are you developing or are you going all out to win the division if you're going all out to win the division heck put put the one-legged guy in you know let let Alex Smith play I don't know
1: oh god so I would guess that uh, he that if if there's a pop quiz on the two-point conversion that Kyle Allen failed the pop quiz much like Dwayne failed the pop quiz on fourth and goal from the 12 because you don't just eat it like that and throw it away meekly just give it a shot, wing it in the end zone. Find 17, yeah. throw it somewhere near him. There's a good chance he'll catch it.
2: Well, I also, I also wondered, now, he, he said after the game that he didn't think he had the chance to run it into the end zone. It looked like there he had a, 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 a shot anyway. Right. But, but also, during the week, uh, you had uh, Norb's kid. Uh, <laughs> Scotty who said, Yeah, you know, Scotty, who, who said it was a bonehead play when he tried to get the first down against the Rams. So maybe that's ringing in his ears as oh, he's standing there. You know, I, I shouldn't run, you know? I
1: guarantee you that's in his head. I yeah. guarantee you that he is the kind of teacher's pet who wants to please the teacher. And a teacher's mm. pet who was not put back into the game last week because they thought he was too hurt. And mm. not only did Scott Turner call it a boneheaded play, he called it selfish. Yeah. Selfish, mm. Andy. Staggering, and then you got the Alex Smith thing, and there's some leftovers from our discussion last week. Did you read the story about the special orthotic or brace they've developed for him to use to alleviate his drop foot?
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of the thing you see in a nursing home uh, for older people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not a great, uh, great look, but you know he's 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 saying. Hey, nobody's ever done this before. Let's give this a try. You know, I mean, look, it's, it's the last year. They're not going to renew his contract. He, he's he's going to be gone at the end of the season. So
1: so. So, 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 that just means do dumb shit because it's the it's the last year. Because I mean, this this is what drives me crazy, Andy. If Alex Smith was cut tomorrow, yeah. no, another team in the league would pick him up. No,
2: no, they wouldn't. If, Unless if you know, any I, other yeah. team
1: got Alex Smith, worked him out and saw that he had drop foot, they'd say, oh, yeah, we're not going to spend a lot of time working on a brace for you so you can just hobble around okay. It's really hard to avoid these guys out there on Sundays. We can't have you. So, in other words, the team is invested in fulfilling some lifetime movie of the week. That I guess they're going to what? Find a happy ending and sell it on DVD in the team store? What are we doing? What are we doing? I, I, well, because because the message
2: changes all the time. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know whether they're developing. You know, three weeks ago, oh, we're not going to pull Dwayne. We're not going to mess with his confidence. Right. We're developing him. And right. then, boom, they yank their, yep, the rug out from underneath them. Then yeah. they're trying to win. But when they have a chance to win, nope, we're going to go for it all on uh, on this, you know, uh, two-point conversion. It doesn't make any sense. I think it was, really doesn't. There's think, no consistency. I think
1: there was a decent shot of winning on that play. I mean, what what, yeah, are, but I, what are what are fourth down conversions? A 40, or I'm sorry, what are two-point conversions? A 40% shot? Are they, I don't know. Uh, I'll look it up I, I right now. Two-point conversion rate NFL. 48.2%, uh, Andy? Well, they're that high. Ooh, well, yes.
2: maybe, maybe I can't correct you yet. I mean, because the extra point's not a gimme. Uh, Hopkins missed a 47-yard field goal, and an extra point is yeah. what, another since, 10 yards in?
1: Since, uh, since 2001, the two-point conversion rate's 47.7%. And that's mm-hmm. a 2018 stat, so call it 48. You're right that the extra point has gone from 99% down to 94%, which, I, by the way, I hate. Missed extra points now. I don't know. Do you, is a missed extra point exciting to you, Andy?
2: Well, but it can totally change the game if, if you miss one and they're not automatic anymore. That.
1: Is it exciting? Because remember, they moved it back because Goodell, that dummy, said, Well, it's a 99% play. We want every play to be meaningful for our fans and exciting. Is it I have exciting? noticed.
2: I have noticed that I have delayed my pitch until <laughs> until the ball has gone through the upright. So, in that regard, it's been it's been
1: a change. Yes. Okay, so here we are at one and six, one and five, yeah. and going into Dallas week. By right. the way, is it going to be a big fun Dallas week for us here on the radio? <laughs> your station (laughs) on my station hype it up we're gonna stick i don't care about the records i hate the cowboys oh wait can't say that
2: yeah or can we have a rally somewhere no can't do that so yeah do you uh, remember
1: the days we would have radio station rallies in advance uh, of cowboy games uh, and we would go to places and a good number of people would show up Two three hundred people, give away yeah. tickets, people will be Oh Andy. Just savored it. <laughs> it's so not the case. Yeah. This yeah. is uh this is gonna be the toughest year I've ever endured with this franchise. And there have been a lot of tough years. This <sighs> is by far because on top of it, you got you know the no name and the stupid helmets and the numbers that don't match and everything else. Oofah. So what, yeah. do you, what do you make of uh, Governor Hogan saying he'd allow up to 10% of outdoor capacity and the Washington football team saying, nah, we're fine?
2: Because, you know what? They wonder if there'll be 10% of people wanting to get into the
1: game. <laughs> they're worried you know? they, They're worried that they yeah. would say, okay, there's 7,000 that could come and they'd only get 3,000? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, You know what it is? They're probably worried. That of the seven thousand, they'll all be opposing team fans.
2: That's another that's another issue. Yeah, and, and th- in this area, Dallas fans,
1: you know, oh. that goes back oh, 60 years. Right.
2: That's yeah. That's yeah. Right.
1: So yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Other stuff from the weekend. what you uh, make of the Astros losing? I assume like many of us, you feel like justice was done. You can't have a sub five hundred team that cheated their face off that had no players suspended in a weird sort of narrow interpretation by the commissioner, right. then get into the World Series only because of a pandemic and an expanded playoff format, right? Yeah. I, I didn't
2: want to didn't want to see him in, though I liked Dusty Baker a lot. Would have liked to have seen Dusty have a chance to win. But uh no, the, the the takeaway for me is the right team is in and the Kansas City Royals, Boswell had a stat on this. This is amazing. Kansas City Royals, if they wind up playing the Dodgers in the World Series and winning, they will have knocked off the top three payrolls on the way, and they're like second to last or something like that. They're one of the lowest payrolls in baseball, and, uh, and pretty amazing. Uh, uh, you know. But this is a year that where that kind of thing can happen because yeah. it's so nuts. All
1: yeah. right. All right. Uh, lastly, Sid Hartman, longtime columnist for the Minneapolis Star Tribune, Died over the weekend at 100 years young. And he was working and writing columns all the way to the very end. Andy, that's your target, my friend. Oh, yes. His last column appeared today.
2: Uh, Shirley Povich, who lived to be 92, his last column appeared today after he died. And uh, it appeared in, in 1998 when he wrote something about how he was skeptical of Mark McGuire and said a lot of
1: people who Shirley Povich is.
2: Shirley Povich started writing for the Washington post in the 1920s and wrote for them up until 1998. When He was 92 years old. He covered Babe Ruth. He covered, you name it. Walter Johnson was a great friend and he wrote right up until his death. Now he didn't write full time his last, you know, 20 years or so, but he was still a, a fixture in the paper. And Sid Hartman, from what I understand, he had a radio show as well, right? A yeah. Sunday morning radio show that he did. Yeah. And uh, and they said, you know, right into the end, he was a regular at the games, he was regular at news conferences. I mean, he loved what he did and he kept doing it. And I think that's a big reason he lived to be 100. And, and good for him. Boy, dying with your boots on.
1: That's the way to go. 21,235 bylined stories in his yeah. career. That is the ultimate that that is the what 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 would that record compare to in sports the rushing title kareem's scoring mm. record uh, uh, what is way up top first of all who didn't somebody didn't jordan break kareem's scoring record
2: no no kareem i think still holds it carl malone i think came close but didn't didn't quite do it so i mean kareem played 20 years kareem kareem um, kareem's
1: still there 38387 okay. yeah it,
0: Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.
2: Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McDF download and registration required. He's playing now his 21st season. That's, that's pretty remarkable. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's incredible. And here's another thing about him that, that I read. This is how sports has changed so dramatically. While he was writing columns for the Minneapolis Star Tribune, he was the GM of the Minneapolis Lakers. I mean, that's how sports was, you know, relatively at that time, so small time. That, that was like a little side job for him was helping to pick players for the Minneapolis Lakers.
1: <laughs> that is amazing. And Shirley Povich, uh, he was old enough that he was a man named Shirley.
2: <laughs> yeah. He was, he, he was actually named one year. Who's who among American women. And, uh, <laughs> I bet he that, always got a big kick. kick bet that led to that. a good column back in the day. Yeah. He, he always joked about that. I mean, uh, yeah, incredible. Yeah. You know, these guys are legends, and, uh, and and Sid Hartman, my God. I mean, uh, generations of people grew up reading Sid Hartman, right? I mean, yeah. ooh, how many, 60, 70 years of writing columns? Incredible.
1: And you, Andy, are 62 years young, in good shape. Yeah. You only have yeah. 38 more years to go, buddy. Hang in there.
2: Except that you know, they keep moving me closer to the door, so I, I don't know whether I can hang in, but as I, as I often say... You don't retire in this business. They retire you. So I'll hang as
1: long as I you'll can. You'll find something else to do. You can always come on my podcast for 0, 0 cents a week. Uh, I'd love it. If, uh, if you'll still have me, I'll be there. I love having you, buddy. All right, pal. Take care. Bye, Z. Take care. There you go. All right. The sound quality on this connection via Bluetooth sucks, okay? I'm well aware of that. I don't know why the cable I have that hooks up my phone to this Roadcaster Pro is not working. That's going to be a uh that's going to be something that I'm going to spend some time working on tonight. Now, let's try to call Mr. X. Okay, here we go. Hey, hey ah there you are. Mr. X, a double shot of you during the week. I'm going to give you 10 minutes on Monday to bitch, moan, complain, and second guess, which is all the things we like to do on the couch after a football Sunday. And then I'll dispatch you to go watch tonight's game seven of the NLCS, which I'm sure you're looking forward to.
3: Yes, yes. So it's a very, very large one for all the ex disciples because in July we took the Dodgers and Tampa to match up at 22 to 1. Oh,
1: it's coming, it's coming down to tonight. My phone's
3: been blowing up all day on this one.
1: Very good. <laughs> yeah. All
3: right. Head, so do we,
1: where do we start? Head scratchers of the weekend. Uh, I talked to Andy just moments ago, and I'll let you weigh in on Rivera's decision to go for two even more head-scratching, was Romeo Cornell for the Texans, up seven, deciding to go for two late against uh, the Titans and not getting it. Titans then get a tying touchdown. Yeah. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And they keep saying, well, the analytics chart says go for two there. <laughs> This is like
3: copying off your neighbor's paper and not sure that you're taking the same test.
1: I guess the theory <laughs> is, if you're up seven, then if a team scores to tie, they're not going to try to go for two to beat you. So you've got the tie covered. But if they kind of s- like Rivera, kind of, kind of like it, yeah. <laughs> but 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 then if you then if you uh, if you go for you know two and you get it you're now up nine and that's yeah, a full Dave,
3: two scores. Let, yeah, let me jump in on this and say this. This is the problem. You know, I'm a data guy and a football guy, and I like analytics. There's one missing freaking ingredient in all of this, which is you might make it, you might miss it but that doesn't make it 50-50. Okay? It doesn't make it 50-50 and the chart assumes that. If and I've always today was the classic example. When you got Peyton Manning and Tom Brady in a shootout and the scores in the 40s, you go for two because you can you can score. When you're the Redskins and you can't move the ball for 60 minutes, what on earth makes you think you'll make that conversion? <laughs> right cockiness well there's go no reason it. to go hey i'm gonna put the ball in kyle allen's hand why you you kick the you kick it you did not have a 50 percent chance of converting you had like a 30 you kick it you go to overtime your defense has shut down the giants the second half you are now favored to win that game so it's not a 50 50 like the chart says what you have to do is say I've got 59 minutes of data today. Let's see where we stand now, and when you got Aaron Rodgers and 500 yards of offense, you go for two. When you got Kyle Allen looking like a shit show, you thank God you tied and go to overtime and hope your defense gets another turnover. That's the part that's missing. Sorry, but you know, there's just well, Rivera gets a pass for so many reasons. He's coaching this team to shit. Well,
1: there's no question about that. Uh, let me put Rivera to the side for a second. Okay. Oh, yes. There's a point about who makes decisions like this and why, and I'll explain it the best I can understand it from looking at the way things are going. But on the data says this, or the analytics says that, that's the one thing that that every numbers nerd when it comes to the NFL doesn't pay enough attention to or just outright ignores is that football games are episodic. They start and they end, and they have a winner and they have a loser. So in other words, they're episodes, and they're finite. Data that says, hey, you're better off doing this, count on a larger pile of experiences that span many games and or many years, and you don't have that luxury. It'd be akin to saying, here's the play in blackjack if I've got three hours and I'm going to play 600 hands. If you said in blackjack, here's what you should do on this hand, because the data says so, but oh, by the way, if you don't win nine of your next 16 hands, you're out of money and you're done gambling for the night, then you'd say, well, whoa, wait a minute. I'm not sure I want to make that play. That's the analogy I'd make there. Yeah, and I think we're saying the same thing. I guess I just look at it this way. If I've got the
3: ball and you're blocking for me, we're kicking. <laughs> okay, I mean you have to look at the game. You have
1: to look at the right. game. Right. So, so number one, and that Redskins yeah. team was God, they Can't score. They were never going to make that play. The, the second, the second part of you know games being episodic is that there are other conditions that factor in. There's other things to consider, like you said, the Giants' defense had been on the field for most of the fourth quarter and you yeah. have to factor that in <laughs> as another reason why the better play in that situation is to kick it for a tie and go for yeah. it in overtime. Okay. On no the, much question. On the Rivera. But
3: by or, the way, why uh, is Kyle even a starter on this team? I he's think he's terrible. the fourth-best quarterback in, on the roster because I think Logan Thomas is
1: <laughs> As I said, I just said to Andy, I said the problem is he's Rivera's pet quarterback. And all we've had is a series of coaches who have had their pet quarterbacks who they fall in love with. And it's like Rex Grossman or uh, Chip Beck, not Chip Beck, Rex Grossman or John Beck or Colt McCoy. Basically, Kyle Allen is the Colt McCoy of Ron Rivera because remember how much Jay loved Colt McCoy, swore Colt was his guy because he worked hard, knew the system, did what Jay wanted. Bullshit. So Rivera is coaching like a guy with a 10-year guaranteed contract who doesn't give a fuck if he's fired. How can a guy do that? Because he came into a weak organization that was brought to its knees by scandal and humiliation and was lauded by the press and given the face of the franchise designation from an owner who's scared of his own shadow in Dan Snyder. So you combine those elements... Along with him realizing, hey, I didn't pick any of these players. My first year is a honeymoon, so what the fuck? You coach like he's been coaching, which is like a crazy man, which is like a guy at the casino who keeps going to the ATM four times a night to get more money.
3: Yeah, he, there's. It's just a matter of there's so many things wrong with the organization that he can slide under the radar,
1: but he's doing a terrible job. Yep. Yeah. All right. What he's, else from the uh, NFL Sunday you want to talk about?
3: Uh, I'll fire off some stuff. Stop me when you want. Todd Bowles, darn good defensive coordinator. It's ridiculous how good he is. He might not have made it as a head coach, but he'd be mine every time. What he did in Tampa today was phenomenal. The Ravens, F them. <laughs> <laughs> how they can blow a three-touchdown lead and keep me from a perfect 3-0 and day, I don't understand. <laughs> oh, that was just ridiculous. I'll uh, take a good day, but how they blew that game, I don't know. I mean, yes, I know they won by two, but they blew the They blew the uh, spread. They blew a ridiculous lead. And here's the real question to me for the day. Who's the worst quarterback for a team? I mean, you know, the team's death chart. The Redskins or the Bears? That's a tough call because Nick Foles for the fourth week in a row was god-awful. I don't know why everybody likes to talk about him. They continue to win in spite of quarterbacks in Chicago because they play such good defense. He was ridiculous. And how about this one? The Patriots lose a game without giving up a touchdown. That's hard to do in today's NFL, right?
1: Yeah, hold on. Holding? Oh. What? I heard the weirdest noise right now. Okay. And I was like, which one of my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, fifteen different devices at my desk here is making <laughs> that noise? And it turns out it was an autoplay commercial on my computer that was of some guy in a warehouse with a forklift. (laughs) Okay. And I had to stop and go, okay, that's a weird sound. What the fuck is that? Everybody stand still. Uh, Okay, you were saying, yes. um,
3: Patriots lose a game without giving up a touchdown. That's hard to do these days. uh, And I have a new analogy for Cam Newton when I watch him. He's Jay Cutler. (laughs) <laughs> he just has that body language when things go wrong oh, yeah. that you you know he cares but he looks like he doesn't give a crap. Just remember, like Jay Cutler.
1: Remember did. after they were 2 and 0 oh and people were shaming the rest of the league uh, like how could he not have gotten an offer from somebody? That's insane. Yeah. Yep. Now he just has that look about him like I
3: don't care and you know he does uh, just like Cutler did, but he just has that Cutler look about him. And Here's my next one. Grable is damn good. Yes, he is. I mean, you know, he's good, but, you know, the play he ran to win the game today is what I've been marveling about for 20 years when he went on the goal line, put Henry behind uh, in the shotgun, and put five wide to take yeah. everyone away from Henry.
1: Yeah, you run. And my, uh, you run, yeah. but you, you run at the goal line, but you don't run jumbo. That just brings jumbo. everyone in close together. Right. There's nowhere to go. You spread and run right. out of the shotgun exactly. where you're a threat to throw, and he just went right in.
3: I've always said that. You know if you run jumbo I have to block you if you run five wide I just say come here <laughs> and that's it you're done just follow me over here and, wh- and my, my son X2 immediately texts me and says when they run five wide and Henry's in the shotgun why do you have to man up on all those guys can't one of them cover two with Henry at the helm that's- I mean you- but they're just they're just um, you know trained to go oh five wide everybody cover up no you don't need to go cover those five guys Henry ain't throwing the ball to him that's crazy. But Brable is a really good coach. And He's... in my best one of the day I sent you was, if I was producing NFL games, I would have one freaking rule. No sideline reporter can say, I don't know what his injury is, but I'll get back to you when we have something. <laughs> Why did we go to you in the first place? <laughs>
1: Amen to that. All right, I went one and two, but my lock was the Buccaneers. So locks are six and zero. Where'd you go this weekend?
3: Two and one, thanks to the damn Ravens.
1: All right, let's hope the Dodgers pull through for you. Right now, it's not looking good. Atlanta one, Dodgers nothing. I'll let you get off to the game. Thank you, bud. All right, see there you, you guys. Go. Yeah. Huh. It's been quite the adventurous ZabeCast tonight. Let me go ahead and end on this. There is a spike going on in the upper Midwest of coronavirus, and it's just going to have to run its course. There was a media person on my timeline, and I won't say whose name it was, him or her, that said, come on, Wisconsin, we got to do better. Wear your mask. And I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) It doesn't work that way. The virus didn't spike because the citizens were bad or ignoring the rules, and it's not going to go away if they are good and start following the rules or wearing a mask. Virus is going to virus for the 18th million time. And even if you could affect the upward or downward trajectory of a pandemic-born airborne pathogen, It doesn't matter because eventually it's going to go everywhere it can until it can't go anywhere else. At best, you're going to delay it. Virus got a virus. The whole notion that we got to defeat the virus is the most asinine thing ever. And these messages, stop the spread. Oh, no, there's no stopping it. There's delaying it. There is minimizing it. And there is, we thought, two weeks to slow the spread to let the hospitals catch up. Otherwise, there is no such magical thing as stopping the virus. Or even worse, as some countries and some states have even uttered a zero COVID policy. Are you, Kit? Zero? These truths must be spoken. And yet to do so, will often invite some to label you a heretic or a denier or a truther or a COVIDiot. Speaking of covid it's Christine Brennan, USA Today. She did it again. She wrote last week, headline, COVID is the one opponent Nick Saban can't beat. Oh, how life comes at you fast. Because by Saturday morning, Nick Saban had gotten his third negative test back, proving that the one positive was a false positive. So I would say that Nick Saban did indeed beat COVID, Christine, and she just never gets tired of being wrong, or shrill, or hysterical, or embarrassing. I think she is incapable of embarrassment. She has cocooned herself into a worldview of wonderfulness that never makes her go, God, is that stupid a meter? Nah. And look what happened during the week. We had all these little flare-ups, we're like, oh, shit, there's going to be three games canceled this weekend. Colts have some positives. Boom, they check them again. False positives. Patriots have a flare-up, and we're like, oh, what are they going to do? This Bronco game can't be rescheduled. Well, guess what? They ended up playing the game, and they quietly, without much fanfare, without any, they shut down the facility for one day. They put a bunch of guys on the COVID list, and just went about their day, including Sony Michelle and Shaq Mason, uh, James Ferenc. Not all of them tested positive, by the way. Uh, Jeff Howell, the athletic, reported that Michelle did test positive, but that Mason and Rivers, excuse me, have had not. They might have been deemed high risk after contact tracing. But here's the thing it seems like the NFL's policy, for what it's worth, is that if We have a flare-up on Monday or Tuesday, we'll shut down a facility. We'll keep it shut down. And then we'll move a game if we can conveniently move a game and swap around some bye weeks. But if we're stuck, huh, I'll just quietly, let's put some guys over here. Let's put them on the uh, IR list, COVID, okay, and keep her moving. And guess what? I'm fine with that. But then there was our friend, my friend, Andrew Siciliano, my, my friend, a guy I know, how about that? a guy I used to work with, a guy who is kind of my friend. Andrew Siciliano missed his first Sunday doing red zone since he started 16 years ago in 05, I believe he said. He tested positive, negative, negative, but couldn't get the third negative in time. I'm like, oh my God. So even NFL network employees in a giant Otherwise, empty studio. Have to test. And he got sniped by the false positive. Dagger. Get better, Andrew, even though you're feeling fine, and it was probably surely a false positive. By the way, 19 of 14 stadiums had some fans in them. Some, not much, but some fans in them. We're making progress. It's slow. It's grinding work. But you know what? We just got to keep on going. That'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you had a great weekend. As always, this is just a supplement to what I do for six hours a day, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee, where we will talk at great length about that turd the Packers laid down in Tampa. And now the questions surrounding, oh, God, Bakhtiari is hurt. The Bears are 5-1. and one. What caused this? Holy shit. And then, of course, from 3 to 6 in the afternoon on the Team 980 in D.C., and we'll talk about Riverboat Ron. Call him back to the ATM, Ron. Oh, shit, that double down didn't work. You know what? I'm out of money. All right, I think I've got one more credit card that I can get. What is my pin for that? Let me go get some more money. So tune in then, and we'll go over all of that today on Monday. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you had a great weekend. Enjoy your Monday, and we will see you next time.
3: Wake me up the Ring
0: out the bells. Here's to getting back together. To planned lunches and unplanned cookouts. To grandma's recipes and smells that take us back. To passing down plates and traditions. Here's to warm embraces and familiar faces. To your best friends. Becoming best friends to scheming, dreaming, and food still steaming. Here's to laughter and love to growing closer than ever for all of life's get togethers. Chinette, here's to us. At Vanguard, this is more than just a retirement plan. This is your cappuccino date in Italy, the beach house with the matching bicycles. It's your rental car down memory lane and weekends reuniting with friends from over the years. This is the future you imagined. And Vanguard is here to help you build it. Because at Vanguard, you're more than just an investor, you're an owner. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation, distributor.
1: Hey, Zabe here from my bookie, the official sports book of the Zabecast. Real payouts, real customer service, absolutely rock solid place to get your sweet action on. When it comes to sports, what a glorious time we're in right now. NFL is going. College football is going. About to add in the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Baseball playoffs are here every single night. There is no shortage of games to watch or bet on, and you need to get on with my bookie. Whatever it is you like to bet, Lay low and then, wham, hit them with a big right hook of a bet. Or maybe just dabble or have a little bit here, a little bit there. Do it from your phone. It's so convenient. Play some parlays, underdog parlays. Make meaningless games meaningful for you by putting a little something, something on it. And go to mybookie.com to do it. When you sign up, use the promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start in your winning season. Read the rules and regulations so you understand how the bonus payout works, and you're on your way. Promo code ZABE to claim that bonus when you make your deposit. Stacked UFC cards, the Masters coming up, presidential prop bets. Oh, it is sweet action all over the place. MyBookie.com, the official and reputable and rock solid sports book of this, the ZABEcast.